Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got a special guest host, one of our favorites. We're a big fan of Mary Jo Peel, and we know Mary Jo Peel has been a fan of the show for a long time now. So welcome back to the Mary microphone, Mary. Jo, thank you. Thank for you for coming in. Filling in today. It's been a delight. It's like we never stop talking. My pleasure. Your pleasure. My pleasure. Are you uh, <laughs> anywhere? What's going on? Are you, your one-person show, is that still happening? And you're, of course, selling... Dum dum dum! My mother's book reviews. Which now there's I love you that. are my PR I am person. Your PR big time. <laughs> that is just flat out hysterical and poignant. And Thank I really, you. Really that means a lot love, to me. Love your mom, and I think just it's a very relatable book about you know. There's nobody like our moms and dads. Yeah. Now you're talking about my book that's available on Amazon and Red Hawk Publishing. Thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that one. I didn't know you had another one. <laughs> no, no, I'm just <laughs> trying to piggyback have... yeah, on I that. Know it. I didn't know if you had anything yeah. with mystery science theater, if some guys did, did an oral history on your show. I, you guys I'm sure do... people have. Yeah, because the like, um, cultural phenom. Yeah, it's as wow. they say, do you ever wrap your head around that? No. No, ever. No, because people still, it's so, I, every single time people say something to me, and now there's much more access because of social media and um, my website, people saying, uh, I loved the show since whenever mm-hmm. you brought me, the show brought me through a really hard time, and every, and, and a lot of stuff. Yeah. Things like that, and, and every time to people what mystery science theater. Oh, okay. It was did. a television show um, on Comedy Central. Comedy Central, but first it was at KTMA. Yes, um, local homegrown show with um, a, a old movies, and then silhouettes in front of the old movies, uh, making fun or talking back to to the, the movies. movies and. It just so clever. blew up and became this cult phenomenon, mm-hmm. which has had this half-life 20, 24 years later. Yeah, but it made people laugh. So you, that oh. you, you do bring laughter helps bring people through, you know, tough times. Yeah, but when we were doing the show, it was an abstraction for me. Yes, and I now understand. being having more contact with people mm-hmm. and um, connecting with people in this era it's so meaningful because i would have never guessed this yeah a million years ago the cult following that it has and the connection the impact the impact the connection yeah yeah i have one question if you don't mind yeah. you step in what was like the determination or who if you might if you, you might know this but like the movies that you guys chose to for mystery science for mystery theater. science theater to to pick apart and make the jokes like who found those movies? Did, was it one of you guys? Hey, let's just pick this one. How did that all come about? Like, how did that selection process go? I don't I- know how it was done at KTMA. I th- oh, KTMA had a library of films already. So that's what they started with. And then when we went to Comedy Central, we would get um, boxes of VHS movies oh from wow. uh, different sources. Yeah. Um, 
And sometimes we would find stuff in um, a book that used to be called uh, The Psychotronic, which is a film guide of really wild, uh, old, bizarre, obscure (laughs) movies. Um, And Frank Conniff would go through these boxes of VHS. I can still see the the crates of these VHS, (laughs) and his job was to... See if it was suitable, if the print was acceptable, if the sound was good. Ah. And then when he left, uh, I took over that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So then you would decide, like, hey, this this would fit. We can, we've can. we got plenty of material to make out of this one. Let's roll with this one. And then you guys would get in the writer's room, quote, unquote, and kind of, like, get your jokes together. And Yeah. and But there were other factors. You, there had to be enough time between. It couldn't be too talky. Got and it. you yes. had to be able to see it. Yes. And hear what the people we're saying and then so you guys then could do our thing yeah mm-hmm. and then um so we would winnow it down but we couldn't always get the rights to everything we uh. wanted depending on the timing or because they have to unearth all this there's so many onion layers to the onion of who owns what where uh-huh. and if somebody owns the music to a film oh yeah but the rest of it is public domain it's tricky oh, yeah. yeah 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 wow yeah wouldn't even have thought about that. I would yeah. let you just write anything well, you want and riff off of it. And but we no. see, we see that just for example, like in Beverly or uh, nine hundred two and the old nine hundred two and yeah. If they replay those shows, CBS doesn't replay all of them because they don't have the rights to all the music because that show was so involved with right. new music yeah. that you can't. They won't even have them on Paramount or any streaming service. And they because, won't renew the whatever the. Yep. So it's just lost are. in the vault. Who are the people that track all this stuff? No, That's no. what I've always Where's wondered. The intricacy. I mean, it really is kind of uh, un- unbelievable. Well, all right. This story I just want to share uh, with everyone because, I mean, we haven't watched American Idol in years. Love here, it. at least on the Lori and Julia show. I know some of the other shows might pay attention to it, but I haven't paid attention to it since Keith Urban left as a judge. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. Okay. I I've loved never Keith watched Ur- it, so you're, you're, this yeah. is foreign. And I it. liked, you know, J-Lo was on it for a hot minute. And anyway, you know, but just haven't watched it. But for some reason, <clears throat> when the very first week of American Idol, which Ryan Seacrest is looking gaunt, Oh. I don't want to say Ozempic oh, face. No. He doesn't need it. No, but he looks gaunt to me. I, 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 I mean, him. I don't know if it's uh-huh. just because we've known him on our TV screens, you know, for this long. Because American Idol now is like a season 20, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm not looking me. down my nose because we're looking at season 21 over here, mm-hmm. Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's all here. But anyway, we were so struck because everywhere we looked in the um, entertainment stuff was like, you know, this kid who audition, was on the audition night, you know, he's a big Hawaiian guy. He's like Samoan and Tongan. And, you know, they were comparing him to Iz, you know, the big Hawaiian guy who mm-hmm. does the beautiful, you know. the. If you race. listen to the show, it's a song we always play right, when, I, when Lori's in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, yep, yep. somewhere over the rainbow. But anyway, uh, but it was more like the James Blunt owes this guy a lot of money because his audition song was Monsters, a song James Blunt wrote about when his father either had died or was dying. Uh And nobody, we all know James Blunt, you're beautiful. You know, he's got a distinctive voice. We know that Carrie Fisher let him live live at her house because she wrote about that. I didn't know that. That was in one of her diaries. I know. But we were like taken about this guy and we played 
His name is I Am Tongi, and we played his cover of James Blunt Monster. Well, we, unbeknownst to us, uh, he was in the finals last night. I wasn't even paying attention. Happened to be watching it, and I was so glad because I was like, there's I Am Tongi. I, I turned it on, and Keith Urban was singing. I love him, you know, anytime yeah. he performs. And then they're like, and up, or, and then right up next, I Am Tongi is going to sing Monsters with James Blunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And I'm just like, what have I missed? I'll look up it later. But, you know, Kylie Minogue was on. It was like a, yeah. they padded all up, but they were down to their three, two country. This guy, um, I'm Tongi, and he's yeah. got a very, just a angelic voice, but he is a very big person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. as people of Samoan or Tongan descent can be, mm-hmm. you know, just... Very, very, very big and young, but and then out is this this angel. So he's singing this song, mm-hmm. Monster, and his dad died. No. That, well, that's so. That's the whole thing. That's what caught yes. everybody's attention in the original the audition. Beginning. He met, he told his story about yes. how his father and this song meant the world to him, and it caught everybody's eyes like I, ours because ears. His, they were like, you know, he goes, "My dad always believed in my voice." Yes. And he entered, you know, singing. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Hawaii or, or but anyway, Hawaiians. Family culture. Family, singing, singing, singing yeah. is a big part of the culture and um, just uh, always present. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, we were taken with it. And then, you know, and I don't know what we're going to so do. So I'm going to play this and this, I'll explain it real quick okay. here just to give it a basis. So okay. remember how I said that. The, the the story behind it was so powerful. Right. Well, in this performance at the in the finals here with um, James Blunt, he's about to sing his part and he actually loses it because it's so emotional for him. And James and Blunt, James Blunt, Blunt is kind of and James Blunt it. is so emotional. Who do we hear first? We're going to hear a little bit of I am, but then he's going to lose it. James is going to come in and take in. over okay. for him. It's emotionally sounding, and then I am comes back and rocks it. So just to okay. get, it, it shows the true emotion of this song and how it felt. That for James him. Blunt wrote. Yeah, that James that. Blunt wrote mm-hmm. that has a connection to him and his father and James's father. I'm rubbing Casey's back with some you know you know chiropractic thing he's got, <laughs> and I'm listening to it. <laughs> so I'm just blind. He goes, "Why are you stopping?" I go, "Oh yeah." Every, like, are you listening to this right now? But he had his head down. But everybody I, was crying in the video. Oh, you it, think? It, you yeah. think? Oh I mean, God. we're crying in here. I'm crying. You're crying. Yeah, oh I'm crying. Yeah, and you're not crying. I'm crying. Oh yeah. my yeah, God! That's right. I'm not crying. You're, yeah. Oh my God! And the spoiler alert: he did win, and I voted. And you know, I voted because it was text two one two five three, and the last time I texted was Sunni dancing with the stars. <laughs> Okay, when when did the father die? <laughs> he he died like in 2021. Okay, so and 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 a younger, you know, I mean, a, a man and maybe maybe in his late 40s, early 50s. I don't know what he died of. I didn't. But ever it was watch before. It. Yes, before before yes. the American Idol. His thing mom, got, okay. his mom didn't even tell him she signed him up for a thing. Oh, uh, it's just Jeez. something her dad or his dad always was like. And he did, like, I wanted James Blunt to shut up and not sing. Because <laughs> I, I liked I Am, I Am's voice so much better yeah. on that song. Yeah. And that song has been downloaded a gajillion times. I Am Tiny, but of course, James wrote it. So, you know, he will get, you know, yeah. he gets the lion's share of it as, as he should be. But no one he knew won, that. So. No one knew that song. And he did yeah. win. And By the wow. way, yeah. his father died just a few months 
before the audition. I, Not, I thought we thought we might have said 2021, I think, yeah, is what so we I said. Thought it was but you know, it was just a few months. Yeah, just a few months before that yeah. audition. Wow. So, Anyway, and the two country people, you know, they'll be fine. It's never bad to finish a second and third, yeah, you know, well, on American as we Idol. Know, yes. Yeah. So he's got an interesting voice. And Katy Perry, she needs to fire Silas and start over. I am not for wearing a swimsuit with netting over it and calling it a dress. I'm no. just not. I'm just not. <laughs> now I, don't I want to start watching American Idol <laughs> for the fashions. No, I love, like, I love watching what Gwen Stefani wears. Yes. Her yes. style is. Amazing yes. to me. Yes, Katy Perry could not only. so much. Not okay. so much. Okay. <laughs> not so much. Right, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori here for Furniture Manor. We love shopping at Furniture Manor because we know we're going to have a great selection no matter what room in the house. We're just looking to zhuzh our room up, or maybe we've Marie Kondoed our place and we've edited. It down, but now we want to get a couple of good quality pieces. Maybe you're looking for a great end table, a lamp, a gorgeous new desk because you no longer work in your office. You work out of your home and you're sick of like how you've organized. They really have made amazing uh, strides in what they have for office decor. And of course, they have beautiful bedroom sets, dining rooms, living room, kitchens, every room in your house. They're two miles north. Of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo. So you're shopping local and they offer offer the free design help. That's Furniture Manor. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. What have we got to? We've had oh. such an interesting show today. It's been a, it's been a fun it's show. It's really been fun because it's just been different. Yes, you know, absolutely. You, Mary jo, <laughs> absolutely. All, that's what people say. Many? It's fun because it's different with Mary Jo. Jo, that's right. We've gone down different lanes. <laughs> well, we definitely got some dirt to get to because okay, we missed out on it? a couple of things. So let's start out with some news from Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez after nearly five years together. And I think they were. T- I think didn't he start dating uh, Lauren like? Right after he divorced his former wife, Mackenzie he's, Scott. She's the side chick that broke up the marriage. There you go. So they and are. And he also picked her as the side chick. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
to break yeah, up the marriage. Yeah, she didn't break up the yeah. marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And but they were definitely having an affair. Before. Well, yes, I'm saying that yeah. he's equally. Yes, of course. Anyway, exactly, exactly. I'll get off my soapbox. No, hey, you're 100% right there. And it's uh, been, it was alleged for a while that they were engaged because that big diamond um, ring that was saw, they saw, they were out together. Uh, listen, ago. when I saw that mermaid last week, I had a sinking feeling they were going to be engaged because he put on it. Half a billion dollar yacht. He put up a like a, a, a wooden mermaid figure, and it's basically her likeness, right down to yeah. her bit Oops. size. Yeah, it's oh. on the front of his. And I thought, oh god, yeah. he's the, no. she's gonna get she's gonna get a ring from him. I can't. I can't articulate. I'm looking yeah. at you stunned. <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it, are you telling me they are engaged? Yeah, because I, yes. I always knew if they got engaged, she would let the whole world know. Yeah, and they are letting us know that they are in fact engaged now. Uh, that the funniest part, like you said to me, came out that they are they're at the Cannes or uh, Can Can Film Festival right now, staying on his five hundred million dollar yacht with a mermaid resembling Sanchez, adoring the bow. Wow, it's just uh, oh when God. I saw that, I was like, that's it. They are never How ever breaking up. Does a yacht? Cost five. Oh, I know it. Do you think there's pop in the refrigerator? Oh, yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Sprung for that. Well, yeah. He, he's definitely not taking his ex wife, Mackenzie Scott's lead, where she has got, what, $38 billion from him in the divorce and is continuously showing she's us how to be away, a billionaire. Like, half of it. Yeah, yeah. She, like, gives it. Yeah, she's been amazing. amazing. She's shown billionaires how to be a billionaire. Damn. Darn straight. Yeah. 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 But good for you, Lauren. Uh, Bezos, good for you, Jeff. You two have fun <laughs> together. I think you're the oddest uh, couple, and I bet that they would be annoying to hang out with, except for the yacht. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> except for the yacht and all the, the side benefits. That's why people That's why never know them. why they like them yeah, or not. Yeah, who knows you know? what goes on. Yes. But people, you don't know if anyone really likes you when you own that much real estate right. and stuff. You know, it'd be easy to I'd become an actress overnight. Oh, <laughs> man, I, I, could, I could roll with it. I could, yeah. I could be nice. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could too, because of that big of a yacht, there's going to yeah. be privacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump over to some Taylor Swift news. Recently, we learned that she is now dating former or fellow uh, musician Maddie Healy. Oh. And this, and we've, and you have brought, not we, you, Lori, have mm-hmm. brought to light a lot of the very unique, different, and out, uh, out, out, just outlandish I mean, things that he has done. John Mayer. What? What? She's had Bad Boy D before. Yeah. This guy, Matt this guy. Healy from the 1975, he's just. A problem. He's openly admitted. He's, well, he. I mean, most and, recently with oh the God, what's the one so girl? He, he made fun of the one girl's looks. The other artist, uh, the Ice Spice. Ice Spice. He I mean, was dating a, ga- a gal when he and he and Taylor overlapped in the studio. Oh, see, when they, they did had that song. studio sex like Sharon. A.E., I think. Yeah. In the studio when she still hadn't quite broken up with Joe, and he ended up ghosting a model he dated. And last night in Philadelphia, she announced in the pouring rain that she'd never been happier and life never made more sense. And now people are think she's talking about him. But I thought maybe she's just talking about the moment in the rain. Yeah. 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 Because it's like the 13th time she's played at that stadium, and she's like a big 13. That's her lucky yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. Right. Person. Yes. I'm like, I don't know. Why do we have to say it's the romance? I think they're just having a romance until he goes out on tour um, next week, and she huh? starts a huge tour in the U.S. She's yeah. like playing all the time. And there's- declaring that, it's, it's just... I am, as you know, I'm staring at you agog because yeah. I don't get, you speak this 
this language so fluently. Yeah, I know. And I am out of the loop. Yeah. And it's just so And wild she's 33, you know. So. I mean, she's in... Like, she's at the top of her game, and like, right now, and it's only going to keep getting better. Right. So, I don't know. People are speaking up. They, they're, the they fans, don't like her. The fans, fans don't are, like her with they've start, Yeah, they've started a campaign, what's called Speak Up Now, and it's requesting oh. that Taylor Swift give more than a simple apology for uh, the bigoted remarks that, you know, Maddie has said in the past. And basically, they said, oh, why yeah, should okay. she apologize for well, what yes. he said? Well, and, that, and they get to that. They said, use your platform responsibly and intentionally. This is what the statement asks. Advocate for inclusivity, celebrate diversity, and promote empathy and understanding. If that's the case, then <sighs> they're not understanding why she's speaking for him. But her fans are, they have put <laughs> they together. They are way too involved. They are way too involved, <laughs> but they are definitely not a fan of this new relationship, not a fan of Matt Healy. Maddie Healy for. The right reasons we've talked about. He is not the best person in the world and why she wants to. But, but again, a lot of this stuff, except for the one thing I did just find out about. Kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's been problematic in his 20s and carrying into his 30s. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just, he's, and that's where a lot of Taylor Swift fans are just like, hey, you know. This is where. Yeah. Talk to us. Why yeah. Why would you. Why she is like a, deal, she is a, like, she and Beyonce, their connection with their fans They're the goes queens. so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these, that scares me yeah that like makes me anxious why because they are allowing that access or because Just, fans are so rabid yeah the the rabidity yeah yeah, yeah. well and i think word. it's a whole different fan landscape because yeah. of access yeah I so guess. people feel like they have this um authority investment and mm. proprietary ship in in Same you in your career yeah and, yeah and everybody wants to weigh in on so everything. So we're all glad we're not Taylor Swift right now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, and I basically gave you the small part of it. They have There are fans reaching out left and right, oh, demanding no. her to speak oh, up. Geez. and Like you said, let I guess just let her be her and figure it out on her own. Yeah, she's got to figure it out on her own. Yeah, exactly. Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. And... Um, we had so much fun going to see the prom for the second time. And if you haven't seen it even for the first time, you're running out of time because um, this big Broadway show is closing in a couple week, in, weeks and it is absolutely fantastic. It is just awesome. Big showy number. It won the Tony uh, for best show, best uh, Broadway show in 2019. And coming up next is the Jersey Boys and that is a Broadway sensation that opens June 16. It's one of the longest running hit shows in history and and the best jukebox musical, if you've heard that word before, and all the great Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons songs. And, of course, the Chanhassen has awesome tribute concerts. Check it out. Go go to ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Always entertaining you. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, are we ready to talk about sex? I read some rather scandalous news today. Oh, do tell. Well, I remember this was much discussed the first time I got married at the age of 27, which was, uh, should you or should you not, uh, should your boyfriend have a bachelor party? And I would always say, well, if you don't mind him getting a blowjob or a lap dance, <gasps> go ahead. And people were very scandalized that I would say this, but I would just say, ladies. Wait, did they think it was a pure and wonderful thing? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I said, ladies, 
Hey, pot, drinking, Vegas, gambling, cabin. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I said, never doubt the debauchery of a group of men or women. <laughs> or women. Or well women. Well said. I'm going to embroider that on Yeah, <laughs> never doubt the debauchery of man or woman. Okay. So, guess what? Do tell. We have now learned that uh, over 70% of Americans, in fact, will use cheat in quotation marks, because I personally don't think a lap dance is cheating, but some lap dances go too far, if you know what I'm saying. So, you know, anytime nudity, kissing, rubbing biddies against each other, any of this stuff happens, the other person tends to look at it as cheating, you know. Yeah. But darling, I only looked. Yeah, right, <laughs> that never, right. never passes. No, I have tried to use that. I only I looked only at looked. it. No one ever believes it. Seventy percent of Americans. No. Yep, seven zero. Say that again. Seventy. Seventy percent of Americans, quote unquote, cheat at bachelor and bachelorette parties. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. and what is how is cheating defined? Well, again, like I said, what it's I just said. No, know? I'm sorry. I, I, oh. Rubbing, kissing, oh, getting okay. a lap right. dance, okay. kissing, yeah, flashing, looking, peeking. I talk, I did all, you know, the other person. I think it's weird. I, yeah. All I'm saying is, I think it's strange that looking is in the same. Well, category looking isn't in the same category. Let, let me finish. But I, looking is in the same category as rubbing. So well, mean, but it depends on how close what you're looking at is to your eyes. Well, <laughs> very true. Some people define, you know, being in a strip club as much as cheating as getting a lap dance. Okay, it, now I would draw the I distinction, too, but I, I would that, also... That's my point. I would I'm also assume these the worst. That the bachelor or bachelorette is going to be the subject of all of this kind of thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess everyone needs to talk about it. I certainly am not encouraging... The idea of a you know a joint party, <laughs> but maybe maybe bachelor parties have gotten too big and too crazy. What just happen? What's wrong with just like going to a, a cab? Why do That's, people have to do yeah, a right. trip to Vegas or Nashville? Or why does it have to be some big damn production when there's already going to be a, a big damn tr- production called the wedding? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're not wrong with that. At yeah. least my I'm 38. My generation when I was in my 20s, my friends that got so married. Fun. It was a Vegas thing, oh. but as we've gotten older, it has become like, hey, let's go to the cabin, let's yeah, golf for please, three days. Yes. You know, yeah. it, 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 there's not as much pressure to do the big because crazy I'll tell you what party. happens. What this is again, this is a theory, a theory around the sexes, but I think that when you do go to, let's just call it a a fuel, a special fuel that's in Las Vegas or some places that were. Access to many naughty things are easily had yeah, yeah. at the crook of a finger. I mean, mm-hmm. you know that, that <laughs> you're a boy. Boy, all of a sudden, and people are behaving. You are, if you have trust issues, or if you have like jealousy issues, or you have just yep. issues. I'm going to say say no to the Vegas party. Right. Yes. Right. For your for your uh, partner, and also, you know what else? You know what else happens at. Uh, Bachelorette and bachelorette, and I don't want to say that I'm speaking for experience, but I'm just going to say that threesomes are a oh, thing oh. that happened 
because that checks off a big box. And of so course, to speak, we're, if you will. Yeah, 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 so to speak. But now, hear me out again, Vegas. Easy access. Easy access. The greases, the skins yeah, are greased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, go, it goes back to the old Charlie Sheen quote: "A man is only faithful as, as his, his options. options." I mean, I mean, this is wow. six thousand men and women anonymously did confirm this, but I have long felt this, and I, and I had, and of course, you know, I'm only you know twenty seven. I am just having this theory just because I do feel like uh because I had young parents, they told me exactly when I got to be the right age who and what men were. <laughs> and, um, good. You, had good parents. you know, and so I was always rather blunt and straightforward about, uh, you know, wait, testosterone and men. Bit. And I mean, my how God, how did they lay? I mean, well, like my dad taught me how to groin a boy in seventh grade, groin a boy. Like, yeah, show oh, me Nia. a boy, Nia. me okay, a boy. Yeah. If, yeah. Okay. Cause there were boys oh. sniffing around our porch, so to speak. If you will, if you will, <laughs> wanting us to play softball and, such <laughs> night games. I want to play night games. Plus, we also had a Honda seventy that was quite popular, but only we could drive. And Pepper. Yeah, and oh. then my well, yeah, no, I yeah, yeah, people didn't know about Pepper, but they were coming to our porch. But anyway, all these things are they? Yeah, I mean, sleeping with someone else—that is also that's above a threesome by about two percent. Oh wow! The most common. Is a lap dance yeah. or a very, I think if, if, if women knew what men liked in a lap dance or what other women, some women like, I mean, some people really love a lap dance, but lap dance is, you're getting close. Okay. Yeah. You're getting close and maybe your hands are not anywhere, but everything is close. Yeah. But somehow your hands have to better have some good hard cash. Or you give it, you know. It's a service. It's a service. There's also also private rooms, you know. And this would be an instance of where a man, where this is where his buddies would all pool their money together. So there won't be a credit card thing at the... I'm so. I just think it's so juvenile. Well, they're young men. But but I'm just trying to... I'm just... Eye opening. I'm just helping yeah. people understand or say what I can people understand have said. and still be yeah flabbergasted. I know, but it happens. It happens. Yeah. It happens. And not only to the, to the bachelor, or, not only to the, the bachelor or the bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. It happens to the people in the party. Yes. I've been at bachelor yes. parties where my friends who are not yes. getting married but are fully dating someone yes. get into the strip club, yes. and I would consider what they're doing cheating. Yes, that's absolutely right. It listen. It spreads like fire. In those Here's situations. what it is. Here's the fuel. The fuel of this fire yeah. is alcohol, controlled and uncontrolled substances, yes. peer pressure, and cold hard cash. Yep. And being somewhere where you can't, you absolutely have no chance of getting caught yeah. out of town. Sure, right. So mm-hmm. it does. It just. It there, just there's also a certain um, a spoken, overt, and covert permission to sow all those wild oats. It's my black bachelor. Is it? Yeah. That Is you, it? See, I don't know it wasn't with around. me. It wasn't with me. In fact, I uh, told my first no, husband. Culture, my, culturally, my, I'm oh, saying. Oh yes. Oh, maybe. Culture, yeah. Maybe there's yeah. an understanding yeah. that who knows oh, what's yeah. going to happen at oh, the. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I forbid my first husband. I said, don't think I know what goes on. These guys are going to hire you hookers and you're going to get a blowjob. Absolutely no way are you having a, I'm a stag, yep, a stag party. About, yeah. I put my foot down about it. Absolutely put my foot down about well, it. And they ended and? up going to his cabin. And you know when Where they had a bachelor. Party. Well, they would have had a hard time getting a hooker, but I know they would did nude water skiing. They certainly could have been killed or become, you know, accidental quadriplegic oh, or no. deep penis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something That's bad can happen to you water skiing naked, naked. at night. But anyway, it wasn't. It's anything. called friction. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Oh, that was a good one. Hey, everybody. This is, you know, me, your friend, Laura, here talking about Hammernex Flooring Solutions. Want to wish Tad a happy birthday. Dang it. I know you celebrated a big birthday. After all, you are a family-owned business, and you've been working hard for your customers for over 77 years. And that's a great thing about Hammernex. They're local. They're the largest, largest flooring company in the upper midwest and um they've got two flooring superstores one on excuse me 169 and bass lake road right there in new hope and then the other one on the east side of town off of uh rice street and uh 35 you know in saint paul and their design center is on rice street too but both super superstores offer 12 percent automatic off everything that's in stock and like I said, they have the largest in-stock selection of flooring solutions. That's Hammernex. Brand, now were you talking about Sex Monday? I saw you having fun talking to no, whoever. Actually, we're was... not even giving a prize today. Yeah, no, we had a nice phone call call in during the last commercial break. Pam, she runs a book club in town here, and she just wanted to say that she had brought this book, Dum Dum Dum, uh, my mother's book reviews, which is written by Mary Jo Peel, who's our <laughs> co-host today, and she just wanted to... And Peel is P-E-H-L, and Mary Jo, is, she is a three. There you go. MJP. MJP. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so she just called, and she was just like, she, you know, didn't get a chance to get in during Did Sex Monday. Did she Mary Jo when she was on our show? Oh, yeah, she heard the review, and then, and in fact, they, she loved the book so much, I guess it's common to pass books around in yeah, book clubs and, not, but, mm-hmm. and not buy them, but in, and everybody loved, like, she loved the book and encouraged, and everybody in the group bought the book together. She just wanted to call in to t- tell me that she loved the book. Everybody in the group was just d- gushing over it. Oh, and my God. So I just wanted to share that Your with you. Your book is so good. Well, you, you don't Pam. even know, Mary Jo. Thank I don't you know. so much. Well, of course, because you lose perspective. I, I worked guess. on it for five years. Years. Oh, you did. So you lose perspective. I just want to. Her name is Pam. Pam. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. you. Wow, that means so much. Now, to where? Because where are we buying dumb, dumb, dumb? My mother's book reviews, and really, it just says dumb, dumb, dumb. And our boss, um, um, B. Arthur, she said to me. She said she shook her head. She said. I can hear my mom saying that to me right now. That's what a lot Shaking of people her say. Said, dumb, 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 dumb. And they yes. would say it three times. <laughs> yes. Must be that generation. Yeah. And that's what my mother would write in book Brooks. reviews. Dumb, 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 dumb. Read no more by this author. Just so succinct. Pam, thank you yeah. so much. That means so much to me. It is Red Hawk, one word, publications. Okay, that's where and we get the book. They're a small independent publisher. I would love... For them to be okay, supported. Good. All right, good. Red Hawk Public. Yeah. It really is. It's very, I mean, if you've, you know, if you've lost a parent or you're having something that's going on and you just want something that's in slight, insightful 
poignant but flat out hysterical at the same time. Wow, thank yeah, you. That's what it is because it just in the middle, and that is the thing that people. The limited amount of experience. I mean, I have experience with grief, but I am not come with. I still am the number I am and have both my parents. But um, it's a no one ever, you know, you can't be prepared for it till it happens to you. Yes. yes. And anyway, it just made me want to. I don't know. I just found your book like a blanket in that way. It was just oh so lovely. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. beautiful. Wow, yeah. thank you. Yeah, so anyway, dum dum dum. That book is not. <laughs> not at all, no. Uh, okay, we've got to talk real quickly about the Cannes Film Festival. Yes, it's going let's do on. It. it happens for two whole weeks. Mm-hmm. And the big thing, Grant's posted the latest. Um, uh, there's how many photos in that? Oh, like 70 or something 70 in there. Something. My favorite. It goes through to this last Sunday. So, okay. So it's a whole week. So like Viola Davis in this amazing love white her. dress. Shut up. <gasps> uh, Helen, Helen Mirren in a gown, a lavender blue periwinkle gown with her white hair dyed yeah. to match. Yeah. Shush. Uh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Not kidding. Um, Arena shake in a terribly tragic, leather trash bag that's showing under boob and going down to her mom's pubis with all that open. Okay. I appreciate your technical, yeah. your Latin terminology. Thank you. Thank you. And she was showing us not when he was all flattened. It was sternum cleavage. I mean, how much fun is that? Yeah. Not. Speaking of someone who's turned a strongly worded letter to the Cannes Film, Film Festival. That. And then Jennifer Lawrence, they didn't know it because they instituted this so funny. Like in 2019, women had started wearing sensible shoes on the red carpet. Well, they were not having it. They want you walking that long red carpet. And I've been to Cannes. Mind your own damn I know, and I've seen the stairs, the Grand Palais up to the theater. Yes. And it's for, it's a good, it's a lot of steps. It's probably 50 steps, maybe 40. And think of it in heels. Heels, yeah. So they put a heel limit on women. Jennifer Lawrence was there yesterday, I think, in this amazing red, voluminous, looked like a heavy heavy peau de soie or a taffeta, Mm -hmm. a heavier gown. Beautiful. You can look at it. But we didn't know until she went up the stairs. She was wearing black rubber flip-flops. I saw that. I it's a no-no, no, right? She, huh. That is a no-no. No one knew it. She turned around and playfully kind of showed it. And listen, she fell getting an Oscar. That's exactly She fell right. another time. You don't need to. She's not falling though three times. Yes. For her. Yeah. And then the big, the big, the big news out of Cannes is that Martin Scorsese's film, Killers of the Flower Moon, based on the David Gann novel by the same name. It's also the making of the FBI, the whole long name of the book. Scorsese adapted this book from 2016. De Niro's in it. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Uh, An actress by the name of Lily Gladstone. We better get to know her name. She's going to be nominated. And it's uh, David Gann. He wrote the Lost City of Z, and he's written some other books, but he basically, like Truman Capote or Norman Mailer in the Executioner song, takes a heinous crime and writes it like it's fiction. Yeah. And so this heinous crime history hadn't been told. William K. Hale was a monster from Oklahoma in the 20s, and Native Americans were making millions 
when oil was discovered on the Osage property. And so they used this for the book. Scorsese's adapted it into a three and a half hour movie. It's apparently fantastic. It's gotten the biggest standing ovation, 12 wow. minutes. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a big, long one. And uh, the former chief of the Osage Nation said the dignity and care for the Osage perspective was genuine and honest and the native people think Scorsese. Oh, that's oh, cool. That's beautiful. And um it is the guy who was this uh this William K. Hale, he was like a corn pone Don Corleone if you read the book. Oh. Just a hayseed. And he and the oh, FBI my... had just been put together and they didn't trust the sheriff in this town that People, they were getting word that like native women are being native men are being killed and it's being covered up by the law. So the FBI was formed to investigate this. Right. So this movie, I think it doesn't open till October, but expect to know this name, go crazy that it's a brilliant movie. Scorsese is 80 and people are saying they've never seen any movie like this wow wow no white savior nothing is made up right everything is from david grand's carefully researched meticulously um fact-checked and fact-checked book that reads like fiction i feel like i'm gonna have to you might want to read this i'm gonna have to rest before october because (laughs) it's that stuff is so powerful for me it's yeah. Yeah, 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 and I guess Lily um, Gladstone is amazing in it, and she's a woman who her whole family is killed off, and now oh. she's in danger because if she gets killed, then it'll revert to not anybody in her family. So she had a couple of appearances in um, uh, Yellowstone, Reserva- she Reservation, Reservation Dogs. Dogs. She was right. in that and a few other small roles. Small roles. Yes. So anyway, that's big role. that's the buzzy move, movie from Ken Excellent. that weekend. Mary Jo, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you.